Hey, hey, we are going to do something a little bit different for the next couple of weeks on the podcast. I, when I originally first started the Lace with Grace community, which is my free online faith and fitness community, I did a little crash course on nutrition for them. Now, again, I am not a dietitian. I am not a nutritionist, but I am, and I am not a doctor, but I am a nurse, and I do have a little bit of background and knowledge and all of that, and I also was a health and wellness coach for about five and a half years, um, really working one-on-one with women with their nutrition and in a community and group setting with nutrition and their fitness, so I do have a lot of background in knowing my stuff when it comes to metabolism, when it comes to um, intuitive eating, when it comes to just the mindset around food and having a healthy relationship with our body and with food, and I worked so much with so many women on this again, one-on-one and with the community setting. And I wanted to be able to share these videos with you. Now, mind you, or these recordings, sorry, it's not gonna be a video, it's gonna be a recording on the podcast, but I did these lives and these videos. So you're gonna be hearing me talk about like, if you're here and if you can hear me and stuff, go ahead and give me like a heart or a comment in the comments below. Also, this is when I very, very first began this ministry in this community, I was a little bit nervous. So just give me some grace as far as my, my wording and as far as just me going live and just being able to hear me and my enthusiasm and stuff or lack thereof, just because it was just at the very beginning of me starting this. So I hope you enjoy this. I hope this is helpful for you. And each week we'll have a new episode or a new series on this specific series that we'll be doing concerning the crash course to nutrition. I hope you enjoy this. Hey friends, happy, happy Monday. Today is day one of our nutrition crash course. Um, and like I said, this is super laid back. My little is napping right now. My husband is working in the kitchen and I have my notes here in front of me and we're just gonna fly through this first day. Um, it's basically, I'm just gonna be talking about seven Seven basically, and I want to say nutrition tips, but seven reasons why you actually may be held back from achieving your goals when it comes to fitness and nutrition. Hey, Cass. Hey, girl. When you guys pop on, if you want to like comment, hey, or give a heart or do something so so I know that you can hear me and everything's good, I would love that. Um, I appreciate you, Cassie. Appreciate you so much. Hi, Jen. So we're going to dive right into this. Seven seven things that could actually be holding you back from accomplishing your health and fitness goals or your nutrition goals, whatever it may be. And we will dive into some of this stuff deeper throughout the week, obviously. I'm going to try really hard not to get distracted by comments because I do, but I love comments. I love, love, love when you comment on on the stuff that I post, um, but I, I get kind of like squirrel brain like I am right now. So number one, the one number the number one thing that you may be doing that is causing you to not achieve some of the goals that you want to achieve when it comes to your nutrition and your fitness is you're actually prioritizing calories over how much food you're taking in or the macros that you're taking in i will go more into macros later on I use something from from my coaching position um, that actually changed my life when it came to my relationship with food and how to actually fuel my body well. I use a container system. That's not to say that that system is for everyone, and I'm not going to come on here and tell you guys exactly what to do because I truly believe that each body is different. There are a certain amount of nutrients that each of us need. Like someone, someone else may need more protein than what I do. Like we're not all going to eat the same exact thing. Does that make sense? But this container system really is what has worked really well for me and we have 
multiple coaches in here that if you ever want to get connected with that kind of program that helps you like nail in it and like dial in on what exactly you need to be eating and and how to stay the course with that I've been doing that long enough that I can actually eyeball food and I don't have to measure all my food when it comes to macros anymore um, but that's basically what that system is, is it's counting macros for the majority of the of the reason um, but you're prioritizing calories more than you're priorita prioritizing how much you're actually taking in food-wise and um, the right kind of food. So count, guys, I hate, like, okay, so I was someone in college that counted, and high school, that counted every single bite, every single calorie that went into my body. I looked at calories like it was, like, the worst of the worst. Like, no, like, just stop focusing on calories, okay? Obviously, you're not going to eat a whole pizza. That's going to be a lot of calories. But what I am saying is, like, don't focus so much on that number. Focus more on what your body needs and the fuel that you should be giving it. And when you know your macros, when you know whatever program you're following or whatever kind of system you're following, make sure, first of all, like, if you have questions about it, like, Again, I'm not a nutritionist, I am not a dietitian, but I do have a lot of knowledge from my nursing background and from my coaching background of five years. I've worked with a lot of women when it comes to nutrition. If you have personal questions, please reach out to me and I will help you um, as best I can. <coughs> but whatever program you are following, just make sure that you're focusing more so on the amount of the good nutrition that you should be taking into your body, the the nutrition that's actually fueling your body and is not just empty fuel. Does that make sense? I'm talking like processed stuff, uh, going out to eat, like fast food. Like those kind of things are actually good for you mentally and emotionally at times. And I think physically they're just as important for you as the not the really healthy nutritious stuff on occasion, not all the time. So that's number one. You're prioritizing calories over the amount of food you should be taking in or over the macros that you should be taking in or whatever system that you're following. You're, you're focusing way too much on calorie intake. Don't do that. Um, and I, I will go later on into macros later on in the week, but your main macros are obviously your carbs, your proteins, and your fats. And I'll actually lay out how all of those work and like why exactly they're important and why you should be taking each of those things in and why your body needs them. Um, but we won't do that right now. Number two, stop eyeballing your food. Know what your body actually needs slash measure it. So like I said, I just eyeball some of my stuff now, but that's because I've been doing this process and this system that works for me and my body and my health for almost five years now. Like I didn't do it very well when I first started, but I've been doing it pretty consistently. So I do know by eyeballing stuff, but if you're just starting on your health and fitness journey, you may not know what a proper portion size is for you. You may not know that that's a little bit too much for what your body actually needs. And that could be why you're struggling to hit some of the goals that you want and you want to accomplish. Um, or you could be eating way too little. Like if you're eating way too little, you're not going to accomplish the things that you want. We'll get more into that too. So stop just eyeballing your food. Try to follow a system when you first start some kind of process, some kind of program. Um, and don't make it super complicated. Like I'm not saying that, but if you're following something, stop trying to just eyeball it because you may not know exactly what your body needs. It, it could be important to measure things. Um, number three, when you're not eating the food you love, do not deprive yourself of food. You'll develop a very bad relationship with food. And this is kind of what I was saying earlier about, you know, 
those going out to eat fast food, processed foods, ice cream, pizza, french fries, whatever it may be that you absolutely love, it is okay to have those things occasionally. It is okay to have them at least once a week. I do. Um, and I, it's not sabotaging my goals. What you don't want to do is you don't want to deprive yourself of those things, you guys, because a lot of times what that does is that's going to create in your mind that that's an unhealthy food. That's a bad food. You shouldn't be having that. I still struggle with this sometimes. A lot of women do. And really in high school and really in college, that was a really big thing for me. It developed like I wouldn't go to certain parties or I wouldn't go out to dinner. Or I wouldn't hang out with friends because I was avoiding certain foods and certain occasions based on what food was there. That's no way to live life. Like, what are you doing? Don't do that. Okay. So don't deprive yourself of those things because number one, as part of life, girl, you need to be able, you need to be able to enjoy life and enjoy the foods. God gave us the, all these foods here and, and the people that have developed them or made them or whatever. And he wants us to enjoy life. Okay. But he also doesn't want us to develop a bad relationship with food. He wants us to view, view food as fuel. So make sure you're not depriving yourself of those things because you may end up, what will happen is you may end up binging on all those things because if you go so long without ever having them, your mind's just constantly going to be thinking about them and constantly thinking, I need to have that, I need to have that. Like, why can't I have that? And then when you finally do it's like game over, like you're going to binge like crazy. I've done that as well. A lot of these things that I'm talking to you about, I've experienced personally, or I've worked with women that have had these struggles. And number four, if you're trying to go the longest you can throughout the day without food, like that is not a badge of honor. Don't go, don't think in your head, well, I went all day without eating food. Like, so dinner time comes, like, aren't you starving? Aren't you dying of hunger? Like, and you want to eat all the things you want to eat your fridge. You want to eat your pantry. You want to eat all things on the counter. Like, that's and for nurses specifically I know that's really hard I'm a nurse so I get that too and it's really hard throughout the day to make sure you're getting enough food but don't like purposely deprive yourself of eating food like don't skip meals don't skip lunch don't skip snacks on purpose because you're trying to deprive yourself of nutrition because either one you didn't work out that day or two um you know you had something that was not so great for lunch so you're gonna skip dinner like no like you need to be fueling your body still okay do not skip meals do not try to go as long as you possibly can without taking in some kind of nutrition and fuel, okay? Number five, you're not eating enough at meals. So that's sabotaging your goals. If you are not eating enough at meals, what's probably going to happen is it's going to go on to the nighttime and you're going to snack, 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 snack on it long. I snack at night no matter how much food I eat during the day. I am just a snacker. You can ask my mother. I am a pantry snacker at night, late at night. Um, that's just that's just how I am. That's how I was when I was in school. That's how I am now. Earlier on, though, it was because I wasn't eating enough throughout the day. Like, I was not eating breakfast. I was not eating lunch. I would have snacks here and there, and then I would nibble on something here and there. Like, I wasn't having full, nutritious meals. Now, I, I try my best. Right in the morning, first thing, I have my superfood smoothie every morning. I have oatmeal or some kind of Greek yogurt mixture. I just had a, a Greek yogurt um, oatmeal mixture with fruit today for for breakfast. And then lunch I have, snack I have again, and then dinner I have, and I usually have another snack after that. Like, I eat like six times a day. And I try my best to make sure I'm getting enough during each meal. Do I always? No, I'm not perfect, obviously. But that has helped make sure that I'm not like binging galore. And, you know, obviously when it's getting that close, close to that time of the month, that is a time where you binge like galore. And I know other females totally understand that. Um, but I, I do binge a lot more at nighttime when it's around that time of the month. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
So make sure you're eating enough at meals. It will help make sure that you're not overeating stuff when it comes to snacks or eating things that you don't really, you shouldn't, I shouldn't say shouldn't be having, but you don't want to sit down with a bag of Doritos and eat a whole bag of Doritos. You don't want to sit down with a whole pizza and eat a whole pizza. Like have a piece of pizza, have some Doritos if you want it, because that creates a healthy relationship with the food and that tells your brain, I can have these things. This is food. Food is fuel. Like food is not bad. Food is not good. Food is just food. So just start trying to have that relationship so that you're not binging on things like that. Or if you know yourself really well and you know that once you start on something like that, you're going to binge really bad. I really, there are some people like that. So if you're one of those people, that may be something that you want to work on a little bit deeper um, with a nutritionist or someone that's a little bit more experienced with this kind of thing. Um, but typically, if you allow yourself to have a little bit, those kind of feelings when it comes to I'm going to binge on everything will go away and diminish over time. Like you're not going to feel constantly like you're depriving yourself and needing to just like take it all in. So number six, this is a big one, especially, oh my gosh, especially for people who are trying to lose weight. I hear and see this all the time. And I used to all the time when I was, Hey Dusty, I used to hear this and see this all the time when I was working with women one-on-one -on -one and, and in a group setting when it comes to health and fitness, nutrition stuff, they prioritize like protein bars or protein shakes over eating real food. Like, I have a, a superfood smoothie. I don't call it a protein shake because that's not what it is. And I'm super passionate about that. And I will go on and on about that, about the science behind it. But we won't have time for that today. But I drink a superfood smoothie every single day. But I also eat food all throughout the day. And I only have that smoothie one time a day. I don't replace all my meals with that smoothie. There is a thing called three-day refresh where they do have, uh, and I do do that every once in a while, maybe once or twice a year I've done the three-day refresh and you do replace your meals with, with shakes and stuff, but that's for a three-day period. I don't ever agree with replacing all of your meals with shakes and protein bars every single meal. Are protein bars amazing for a snack? Absolutely. Have I grabbed them at, at gas stations and when I'm out and about, when I'm really hungry and I need something really quick? Yes, I have. But I also make sure that I'm eating real food throughout the day. Christ wants us to eat real food. He doesn't want us to dr just drink shakes all day. He doesn't want us to just eat protein bars all day. He wants you to eat and nourish your temple and your body with real, good, wholesome, nutritious food. So that's number six. Um, oh, and the other thing is with shakes and bars, you may lose, if you're on some kind of program or protocol where you're, you're doing that and you're just having shakes and bars all day long, um, you may, and my mom can attest to this because she was on a program similar to this where she just had shakes all day long and she lost a ton of freaking weight. Guess what happened when she got off of them? Because you don't develop healthy relationship with food. You don't develop the right mindset when it comes to preparing food and actually teaching yourself and learning the right nutritious things to have. The weight all comes back. So she's she's been on that cycle. And sorry, mom, for throwing you underneath the bus, but I'm just sharing that example. Um, and I know lots of women that that's been the case. Like they'll say, oh, I, I did keto or I did, and I'm not bashing keto, but I did this or I did that and I had shakes all day or I did this. And I'm just like, no, like you're not learning the proper way to fuel your body for later on because you're not going to, that's not a lifestyle. You're not going to live on a shake for the rest of your life and that's all you're going to eat. That's not a life. That's not fun at all. So number seven. Not eating enough food in general. Eating as little, po little as possible will completely mess up your metabolism later on. And I also know about this. So <coughs> when 
Um, my husband's distracting me. He said yes really loud. I don't know what's going on in the background. But I've also struggled with this in the past in high school and in college again. I ate so little of food and was burning off so many calories because anything that I put into my body, I wanted to burn off right away. As soon as it got into my body, I had to go run. I had to go be on the elliptical for two hours. I had to go lift. I didn't know what I was doing when I was lifting too, by the way. No concept. Um, but what that does is if you keep depriving yourself of, you need at least, okay, listen to this. The female body needs at least 12 to 1400 calories a day, just sitting on a couch all day long in order for her organs to properly function and for all of our system to properly function. 12 to 1400 calories a day, just sitting on the couch all day long. That's how many calories you need. So if you're trying to take in 1200 calories a day, but you're working out like an hour a day and you've got busy toddlers and you've got busy kids, you've got a busy work schedule. And like if you're only taking that much in or less, girl, you are completely destroying your metabolism. Being in a calorie, a caloric deficit is okay for a short period of time, but that's not a lifestyle. It will completely destroy your metabolism. And let me explain this. What happens is when you take in only a certain amount of calories and it's not enough for what your body needs in order to burn fat and to build muscle and just what your body needs to function, your cortisol levels are going up. That's a stress hormone, okay? A stress hormone that let levels going up and what that does is you are going to be holding on to fat and holding on to your, you know, uh, your areas that you're trying to get rid of or things that are a little bit larger that are fluffier than you would want them to be or whatever. You're going to actually be holding on to that fat because your body's going to be what's in called a starvation mode. And in that starvation, this is why a lot of women, especially after having kiddos, really struggle. And I know there's other reasons too, but really struggle with their midsection and, and, and their hips because... We're not taking in enough calories. And again, there are other reasons why the middle section could be a struggle for them. I'm not, or a trouble area. I'm not saying, and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing if that is a trouble area. I'm just sharing that you could be holding on to that that you're trying to get rid of and you're getting frustrated that you're not getting the progress you want because you're not taking in enough food. Your cortisol levels are going up. Your fat is being held on to because you're in a starvation mode and your metabolism is just like plummeting. Like, we don't want that. Like, so in order for our bodies to actually burn fat and build muscle and to tone, we need more calories, but the right calories, wholesome, nutritious calories, lean proteins, vegetables, fruits, whole grains, um, again, carbs. Yes, that I'm a big, big proponent for carbs. And if you're not, I'm sorry, we'll have a talk about that later. But healthy nutritious things okay not i'm not saying go out and, and eat 1800 calories worth of a pizza or eat, eat a whole tub of ice cream like you can have those things in moderation yes that is good for your soul that is good for your mind that is good for your heart i'm not saying don't enjoy those things but we need to make sure we're fueling our bodies to the point where they're getting enough food to where they can even proper properly function and so we can actually burn off more fat and and build muscle then and lean out the way that we're wanting to our bodies need fuel to be able to do that if it doesn't have the fuel that it needs it's not going to be able to do those things okay let alone you know <laughs> be an energetic mom or wife or nurse or whatever you're doing at home um, you need fuel to be able to do those things wisely, guys, and, and, and very well and capably. So I hope this was helpful for you. This is only day one. We have four more days of this nutrition stuff. I hope this was helpful for you. And if there's anything that stuck out to you, I would absolutely love you guys if you could comment in the comments your favorite thing that you learned from this video. I want one thing that you learned from this video um, that was super helpful for you personally. So I'll talk to you later.